and welcome to the Insatiable Appetite. My name is Renee Wheeler. I am the director of our Compass Eating Occasions database here at the Hartman Group. And joining me today is my colleague, Felipe, senior data scientist. Hello, Renee. Thank you for having me. Of course. Well, today we're going to be discussing restaurant occasions. Now, why restaurant occasions? Well, as we found in our recently released Food Sourcing in America 2022 syndicated study, even with rising costs due to inflation and concerns related to COVID, consumers are still choosing to source snacks and meals from restaurants. In fact, according to the U.S. Census Bureau, as of January this year, consumers' share of spending at food service has actually overtaken the share of spending at retail. So we hypothesize that perhaps because food and beverage prices are higher across all sources, many can rationalize the expense of not cooking at home, which has typically been a more cost-conscious choice. So Felipe, first off, how are we defining restaurant occasions today? Yeah, of course. Uh, when we say restaurant occasions, we're referring to any eating or drinking occasion that physically took place at a restaurant or food service establishment. That is, we're not including takeout or delivery. Uh, so this includes fast food restaurants, local casual eateries, national chains, cafes, high-end, and fine dining restaurants, as well as food courts or cafeterias. So today we'll be focusing on mostly on well entirely adult eating occasions, but as a side note, we do capture both teen and child occasions in our eating occasions database as well. Yeah, all of today's content is sourced from the Hartman Group's 2021 Compass Eating Occasions database. And for those listeners who aren't familiar, this is our online survey in which we field three times per year in the spring, summer, and fall. And we're capturing everything that the respondent had to eat and drink in the past 24 hours, followed by a deep dive into one to two of those occasions, including where the occasion took place, who was present, when did they decide what to have, where did they source the food and beverage on that occasion? And what are the need states driving their decisions? And that's just to name a few. Yeah, and today we'll be discussing the who, what, when, and why behind restaurant locations. And we'll be highlighting some of the key differences between restaurant locations that take place alone versus those that take place with others. Uh, those that take place in the morning versus those at lunch and dinner, snacks versus meals, along with a few key differences between generations and parent non-parents when dining out. So to begin, I want to highlight some demographic skews associated with total uh, restaurant occasions, or just in other words, you know, which demographic groups were more likely to eat out at a restaurant in 2021. And when we compare restaurant occasions to total eating occasions, we find that occasions at restaurants are more likely to be among younger generations, so Gen Z adults and millennials, those with higher household income and education levels, full-time employees, residents of city or urban areas, parents or those with children in the household, and adults that identify as Hispanic. 
that said, there are some interesting excuses when we look at specific types of restaurant locations. For example, alone restaurant locations are much more likely to be among men and non-parents when compared to total restaurant locations. Uh, restaurant locations that take place in the morning are more likely to be uh, among Gen Z, millennials, and residents of urban areas, while dinner restaurant locations are more likely to be among older generations and those who reside in rural areas. Very interesting. Now, when are adults actually dining out across the day? And well, we see that it's predominantly during lunch and dinner, as one would expect. And when we look at the distribution of restaurant occasions across the day, there are clear peaks during those day parts, with 24% of these occasions taking place at lunch and 28% at dinner. 10% uh, of restaurant occasions take place during breakfast, and very few, uh, only 2%, take place during the late night meal or snack day part. Yeah, and it should come as no surprise that restaurant occasions are much less likely to take place alone when compared to total occasions at 17% versus 42% of total. Uh, instead, restaurant occasions are more likely to take place with family members or friends when compared to total eating occasions. But the share of restaurant occasions among couples are comparable to those of the total eating occasions. So what are the top food and beverage categories consumed on these restaurant occasions? Well, within food, we see that uh, meat cuts are the top category, closely followed by cheese, bread, pizza, pasta, Italian, and burgers. Uh, top beverages include juice, soda, alcohol, coffee, and water. Yet, as one would expect, these do vary quite a bit by day part. So morning restaurant occasions are more often um, involving bars, fruit, eggs, and other common breakfast items, along with juice, coffee, and espresso beverages. Lunch restaurant occasions are more likely to include burgers and soda, and dinner restaurant occasions more often include those more traditional meat cuts like a hanger steak, Italian cuisine, including pizza and pasta, seafood and vegetable sides. Now, interestingly, when dining out at dinner, alcohol is actually tied with water as the top beverage category consumed on these occasions. So, Felipe, what are the uh, most important food and beverage attributes on restaurant occasions? Yeah, consumers are most often seeking out familiar taste experiences on restaurant occasions. However, they are much more likely to be craving something different, such as unique global flavors and uh, textures or foods and beverages that connect them with fa their family heritage or ethnicity. Uh, this one compared to total eating and drinking occasions. Absolutely. And that makes sense that consumers are choosing to dine out when they want those kind of authentic global flavors that are more difficult, perhaps, to make at home. Now, what are consumers feeling on these occasions? Well, when compared to total occasions, restaurant occasions are more likely to involve wanting food that delights them or wows themselves or impresses others, along with wanting something indulgent or decadent. There is also a greater emphasis on social connections, you know, whether that's enjoying good Good food with someone you care about, connecting with others, or even celebrating a special occasion. Now, the desire to connect socially with others is highest during dinner, often when people have more time to enjoy company and food with others when compared to the often kind of more rushed morning or lunch occasions. 
Now, speaking about need states, the top need states present on restaurant occasions are about having better flavors, real or simple ingredients, connecting socially with others, and enjoying local or seasonal foods. Uh, but interestingly, the need for convenience falls below these, ranking fifth versus the, it being the top need on total eating occasions. Well, coming from someone with kids in the household, I definitely understand why convenience rakes the lower on restaurant occasions. Though personally, it's not the most convenient option when it involves, you know, getting my kids out the door and then really hoping that they behave themselves while we're at a restaurant. And it's not just me that has these feelings. So we did take a look at restaurant occasions among parents versus non-parents and found that for parents, the need for convenience falls in at the number 16 spot out of 23 needs versus the number three spot for non-parents. <laughs> so instead, uh, parents are turning to restaurants to fulfill needs around flavor, connecting socially with others, and again, having those simple, real ingredients. Now, Felipe, aside from these top needs, what are other attributes that, that adults consider when deciding which restaurant to dine at? Uh, routine and convenience, that is easy to get in and out uh, quick, uh, quickly on near, at nearby locations, are the top motivating factors when choosing a restaurant, uh, followed by freshly prepared food on site, nearby other stores and activities, ability to customize food and beverage to their own specific taste and dietary preferences, ability to order ahead via uh, an app or online, treating employees well. Uh, special promotions and offering menu items that aren't easily prepared at home. Mm -hmm. Other attributes related to the ambience of the restaurant are also important, of course. Uh, specifically, not needing a reservation, having a quiet, peaceful atmosphere, comfortable seating. Those rank highest among adults when choosing a restaurant. However, these various attributes obviously differ depending on the type of restaurant location. Yeah, for example, routine is much more of an important factor on alone restaurant occasions. And on family restaurant occasions, the ability to get everyone in and out quickly ranks highest. Now, by day part, routine is also the most important attribute in the morning, where convenience ranks highest at lunch and um, having fresh prepared food is most important at dinner. Absolutely. So just to wrap things up, um, there are a few things that we learned today that those in the restaurant industry should take into consideration when trying to appeal to consumers. First, as we mentioned earlier, consumers are still choosing to source snacks and meals from food service, even in times of inflation. Treating oneself and others with food or beverages from food service is also justifiable when you consider the stress and strain of those of these economically, socially, and politically contentious times, especially when they have been making sacrifices or trade-offs in other areas of life, say, foregoing a new car or a vacation. Mm-hmm. Definitely. However, it is important to note that many consumers, especially those who are more impacted by inflation, have made some adjustments 
such as selecting less expensive food service options like QSR or fast casual instead of full service dining. Uh, consumers may also be adjusting when they dine out. For example, choosing to spend money at restaurants in the morning when menu items are less costly rather than in the evening when items are typically more expensive. Or perhaps opting for takeout in lieu of dining at the restaurant to avoid the higher tip percentages often associated with dining in. Now, meeting consumers' expectations for high quality options throughout the day, whether it's for dine in, carry out, or delivery, is key. Yeah, and we should not forget that COVID is still a concern for many consumers. Restaurants should continue to take these fears into consideration by keeping up with additional sanitizing measures implemented at the beginning of COVID, uh, giving enough distance between diners when seated, and continuing to offer outside pa or patio dining as an option when possible. In addition, how you treat your employees is a reflection of the restaurant overall. And we saw that the pandemic really put a spotlight on employee welfare, and it remains important today. Happier, well-paid employees with benefits are more likely to enjoy their job, which comes across in their service. Especially given recent issues with employee retention in the restaurant industry, it's important that food service establishments really take care of their employees. Yeah, and lastly, ensuring that order ahead apps and websites are easy to use, navigate is still obviously very important, and that guests can use these functions during business hours. Times in which order ahead sites are down or not allowing orders can be truly frustrating, and over time they can just drive consumers that rely on these conveniences to just visit other establishments. Absolutely. Well, Felipe, I think we covered quite a bit on the topic of restaurant occasions today. So I think that is a great place for us to wrap up. If you would like to learn more about restaurant occasions or the capabilities of our eating occasions database, please reach out to us here at the Hartman Group. We are here to help you navigate any questions and challenges about what all of this means for your business. And stay tuned for our annual eating occasions report. Um, in regards to 2022 eating occasions, which will be released at the end of January. So stay tuned for that. Thanks so much for joining me today, Felipe. And thank you all for listening. Catch us again on the next episode of the Insatiable Appetite. Thank you.